Children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I am your conspiracy asshole, Primetime 99, Alex Stein, and we are on the grind all the time. That's right, we got the lovely, the one, the only, Frantic Missy. This is my conspiracy queen right here. Now, Frantic Missy and I both met at the Tinfoil Hat Comedy Show where we were both on stage getting freaky deaky. So now we are finally getting all connected, and you're finally, we are producing a show together. So with that, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. How are you doing, Missy? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, I'm super excited to be here tonight. Okay, well, cool, cool, cool. It looks like the audio is working. We're live on YouTube right now. And so I've been looking at a lot of your you know, social media and stuff. You've been talking a lot about the Travis Scott incident. And one thing I don't know if you've covered, but for the people that are playing at home, I uh, just did a show with Chrissy Mayer on Rockfin talking about how and, and I'm not the first person to talk about this, but the connection of Tavistock to Travis Scott. So have you gone, have you uh, uh, made that connection and looked into that yet, Missy? Not so much, but only because, like, I didn't know the hell he was up until, like, you know, eight people got murdered in his name while he was, like, humming like a weirdo on stage, literally on a platform, put himself on a platform. It was crazy. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, I didn't know who he was. I don't, I don't watch TV. I haven't had TV since 2013. You I'm don't like the Kardashians? Are you serious? You don't know? Chloe just got breast implants and they look bomb. And then, uh, you know, and, and Lamar Odom impregnated her, but she had an abortion live on E! And it had the highest ratings of the season. You didn't see that? I don't watch television. You want to know why? Because 3Ks is too much and there's five of them. Wait, oh, because there's five Kardashians, that's yeah, why? it's just it's too much. It's too what much. A, Their father's like, I'm out. I mean, he defended O.J. Simpson. He, he was like, I got to bail. I can't do this. There's too many. And it's you just know, too much. Kanye West would rather live in a stadium bathroom than these with, with these monsters. They've just ruined That's a good bathroom. point. That's a very good people. point. He lived in the Atlanta Georgia Dome or whatever in the bathroom of it like a total psycho. Pretty much. He'd rather live in a stadium bathroom than with these women. So what does that tell you about them? Well, I'll tell you. How this. many men are left for the? I heard Pete Davidson's having a thing. Thanks, Sam. 
Yeah, I mean, Pete, a heads up, but yeah. Pete Davidson is going out with Kim Kardashian. See, now that's good. I like that he's like he's like the rotten apple of New York City. He's just rotting. He just gets on every celebrity and just, you know, I don't know why they're all addicted to him. He might, he has what they call BDE, big dick energy. And he really, well, he, he does have that apparently. If we want to talk about satanic ritualistic events and okay. bringing in an entire audience of people to witness an event over and over again, especially when you want to watch the recall footage, especially if you're under the age where you remember it happening, let's discuss Pete Davidson and his father being a victim of 9-11, which was totally an inside job. Yeah, okay, I'm a 9-11 expert, but yeah, explain. So, so of course, you- of course, Pete Davidson's hooking up with Kim Kardashian. It makes, I mean, who else would you find that would be that close to these both satanic ritualistic events? Yeah, but what's the deal with Pete's dad? Are you saying his dad didn't actually die in the in the uh, no no inside his job? dad definitely died in nine eleven. His father was a firefighter. Yeah, we can find because some firefighters died. Well, some people are like, oh, nobody died. I don't believe that. I know some firefighters that I don't know them personally, but I mean, I know there's too many stories of people like I lost my dad because he ran in the building helping trying to save somebody because that's what a firefighter would do. And so I yeah. just I believe I long believe, line of fire, fire, firefighters yeah. in my family. So you know so. Uh, okay, so 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 what? So, but what's the deal? Do you think his dad is ritualistically sacrificed? Oh, you're saying by the New World Order, and then that's why they picked him up so much? Yeah, I mean that does make sense because look at him. I mean, he's always like in the scene. He looks like he's on drugs even when he's not. So, yeah, he's on. He looks like he's on something. No doubt about it. He has those, but he has that disease they they call butthole eyes, where his eyes are set back in his face. And that's a that's, that's a thing. New yeah, that's a thing. That's what it's called. I actually like girls that have their eyes set back in their face. Some girls look really pretty with their eyes set back, but I, he looks you good. To girls, like, they have so much crap on their face, like you can't even like. And, and thanks to people like the Kardashians, like women are, are all walking around with fake hair, fake boobs, fake nails, fake eyelashes, fake butts, fake tits. It's it's all it's 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 all fake. And and like they pretend to be like these people that they're not to try to get men. But here's the deal, like. Have you guys seen the way the animals like work in the, in the animal kingdom? Like brown birds. Like there's the peacock, which is gorgeous. And then there's these brown birds. And the peacocks are like, look at me, look at me, look at me. So I don't understand like why women are trying so hard because like men will bang them no matter what. I mean, I've seen the thousand pound life. Wow, like, wait, Tommy to King, $10 donation. Much respect watching live and the new team is top tier 99 all day. You, yeah. ju- you just said the best thing. Wait, Franny, Mister, you said the best thing. And my 600-pound life, they always have a boyfriend or girlfriend. It doesn't make any sense. Even if it's a 600-pound guy, somehow he's like has an able girlfriend that's obviously like has some sort of fetish for it. Or if it's a 600-pound woman, because I watch a lot of these mukbang channels like Amberlynn Reed and uh, Foodie Beauty, and they always have boyfriends and girlfriends. And these girls have such issues where they, they can't wipe properly. And these girls still have guys that are just giving them, you know, uh, oral so- copulation all they want. So I walk around faking live women. Like, why are you guys? Because I know why. And you're not even competing with men. You're competing with each other. Let's exactly for Missy. All these hoes. I'm not calling you a hoe. I'm not calling you a hoe. But I'm talking about all these influencing hoes that have got their Instagram. The only reason they're trading the clothes and the like to know and all is for other girls. No guy gives a crap about any of that stuff. And they They just, you know, it's like they're trying to sell it to other girls. I don't know, but they're just competing. It's just girls competing with each other for stuff guys are oblivious to. And what's really sad is the fact that they don't develop themselves as people because they really think that like their butt or their tits, like it's like, dude, okay, look, you don't have to have a personality. There's a lot of people that are really well liked. I mean, there was a whole show called The, the Office. Yeah. Pam. Everyone loved Pam. Pam No sucks. personality. 
You know, I was on an episode. I was an extra in the office in Michael Scott's last scene. That's my favorite show on Primetime 99, The King of All I didn't know that about you. Yes, and I'm an incredible actor, one of the best extras of all time. And yeah, uh, okay, but uh, what I'm saying is- You're definitely a little bit extra. Yeah, and I'm a lot (laughs) of bit extra. So that makes sense. It makes sense that I would be an extra and not the leading man, even though I am the leading man, just on a different show. It's not about that. Okay, what I'm talking about this, I I like talking about- I don't want to. I don't want to trash women that you know try to better themselves or try to look Wait, pretty. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. Well, no, no. I'm saying I like women that you know take care of themselves and want to look pretty and you know the self caring. But I think there's a level of like Kardashian stuff where it's like so fake and so contrived where they're almost just competing with each other with other girls because they like it's want. Sad. Yeah, they want these fake assets. That guys like you're so right. You think Lamar Odom cares about Khloe Kardashian's new? Facial injection? He doesn't. I mean, he cares about that Lamar's, ass. And Lamar only really cares about crack and the Bunny Ranch. Let's be honest. And that's a wild place. I'm actually, you know, I can't believe I've never been to the Bunny Ranch, but I grew up watching Howard Stern, and now I hate Howard Stern, but he would always have those Bunny Ranch people. Dennis Hoff, the guy. Now he's dead, R.I.P. But that place is so rough. Just the fact that he was hanging out in a brothel, it shows you like what moral ethics have. Because I have no moral, like I have no morals, and I could have gone to this brothel. Like I've known about the bunny ranch my whole life, and I would never go out there just because it's just so icky. And I'm a guy that I would think that I, you know, I don't have a bunch of moral hangups. I don't, what's so none whatsoever. Lamar Odom was on there to make women with personality. Let's be honest. You think they have better personalities at the brothel than at the Kardashian oh, compound? It's called sarcasm because I was lying. Well, I don't know. At least no, I'm being honest. No, I'm, but I'm being honest. They had a, they had a show on HBO forever about it's called the Cat House about uh, uh, Dennis Hoff about the place where Lamar Odom overdosed. Follow me. It's called the Cat House. It is in uh, like Pahrump, Nevada, or wherever. You know, I know exactly where it is. And so, but listen, they had a reality show for years, and there was one of the fam- most famous uh, prostitutes, is a woman named Air Force Amy. She actually slept with this guy from the Howard Stern show, Eric the Actor. But she was in the Air Force. She was like the lead, one of the lead hoes, as you would say, Dennis Hoff's top hoe. She had more personality than any Kardashian could ever have because they have to be nice to all these people. They're like the real uh, influencer. They have to influence your actions in person. Like I would say almost as prostitutes, I would get along with them better than I would get along with Khloe Kardashian. Well, I mean, at least the prostitutes honest. They're like, this is what's for sale. How much do you have? Or they're not honest, the but they don't. They don't bring... tell you what's for sale. They're, they're not, not being honest. They're not all. honest, but they don't highlight the stuff that doesn't need to be highlighted. Um, you know, it is what it is. Okay, but this is what I want to talk about. So I was looking into the Travis Scott thing. And so are you familiar with the Tavistock Institute and basically how it is like the, you know, the originator of all propaganda? I already wrote it down to look into. I mean, I'm familiar with the Tavistock Institute, but I wasn't aware that it's connected to Travis Scott. I do know his mother worked for Apple. Yes, and Travis Scott's not- And we got famous because he bought, he bought all of his, like, he bought all these MySpace heads to, like, make an influence so he could get- you know, hire again, it's that influencer bullshit. And he did it to get hired by, you know, all these, all these different record labels. And it's completely fake. Like it, it is, it, it matches right up with the Kardashians. Yeah. And you look at his name. I don't believe that's his real name, Travis Scott. It is not. His real name is Jacquard Webster II, nerd alert. And so, uh, yeah, that's, I like that name, Jacquard. I might name my next cat Jacquard. But okay, but listen, what I'm saying <laughs> is I have toxoplasmosis. I have five cats. I have a, a it's a parasite in the it's a parasite in the fecal matter that makes you turn into a crazy cat lady. Yeah. I know. And, I and, have and it. What it does with the cats is like it makes the cats like um uh, attracted. No, it makes 
they basically the cats like uh, I am attracted to, to cats mice, a little bit. I'm not sexually attracted to cat urine, so they can transfer the parasite that is in yeah, the brain. That's that why is, I got yeah, it. That's crazy. He's my cat. Speaking of, speaking of, oh my gosh, we got to play this. We got to do a screen share. Somebody just sent me this. This is insane. Speaking of cats, we got to play this video. Where is it? This is unreal. You talking about the litter box? Talking about this? Okay, where is that message? Uh, you know, Tim Dillon, while you're looking for it, remember that Tim Dillon called Joshua Tree a uh, litter box for drug addicts, and he wasn't wrong. No, he was 100% right. Okay, hold on. I got to show this screen. I got to change the screen. Hold on. Properties. Sorry, it's all, it's all, my screen's kind of messed up from, um, I had a debate. I'll do it with you. I'll do it so you can hide it. I know, no, I had it. Thank you, Missy. You're a good co-host. I had a freaking debate where I kind of messed up the screen to everything. Okay, so here, let me do a screen share with you. Screen share. Watch this. Speaking of the cats trading pheromones, watch this clip. This is of the Baby Truther show. And let me let me make myself go away. All right. As well, just to try and bring us put a smile on Watch people's face. I, sometimes I'm watching Alex and I'm like, oh my God, he knows so much good information, but he's such a, you know, a, a silly goose. You know, everyone has a purpose in bringing a certain aesthetic. So I'm not going to send an Alex Stein video to my father who I've never said a bad word to I in did. my life. And when I, that one time I, except the one time I did, it just, I think you, you know should I mean? send him, I think you should send him the money one where Alex was getting all the donations. Yes. Yeah. Dad, listen, the transition. Yeah, the trans, when he transitioned. Keep watching. Oh, no, no, no. I sent my dad the you one where he was one. at the, at the courthouse, at the uh, council oh meeting. But I'm not doing the ones where he's making a thousand dollars for twerking. No, I'm that's not doing what that. I'm saying. Watch that's this, Missy. Watch, watch, Missy. No, no, no. Watch it. You're, you're not. You're getting it. My dog. My dog was making a weird noise. This is the whole point of the video right here. Just sorry. watch. And then so we're going to then we're gonna stop. I know it's a two-minute video. I know it's boring. People are like, why are we watching this? No, no. My dog is making a weird noise. I just want to check on him real quick. That's all. Watch this video. Let's see. Watch what happens. This is the point of the video. At the uh, council oh meeting, but I'm not doing the ones where he's making a thousand dollars for twerking. No, I'm that's not doing what that. I'm saying. Oh. That's what Ooh. I'm saying. You should. No, 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 no. Oh my but God, Angus just peed on me. Oh this just God. happened on Thursday. Angus cheated on me live on the show. Look. Look how wet. He just sat on me and urinated a whole. You were talking about? Yeah. He's not used. He's not used. What the fuck? What's that? Yes. Let me explain. Let me work you through this. Okay. No, so what I'm saying is, you know, it's, uh, it's unreal what these cats can do. I just can't believe that's even possible that. That that you know the the cat would do that live on the air <laughs> while I'm freaking uh you know he knew it was important so he made he, he ruined it for you yeah I mean obviously he knew like I was in the middle of something and he just left me a huge uh gallon <laughs> of kitty urine I smell I still smell like it I'm like sniffing around you can't wash that stuff off it's just it's just a nightmare but you know what well, I, I got I got some stuff actually that will get. That out. Well, this is what um, I was going to say. This is what I'm going to say is I have toxoplasmosis. I'll talk to you about it later. No, Missy, I have toxoplasmosis, so I don't even care anymore. I'm so numb to the to the fecal matter, to the litter box. My life is over. I don't even I don't even know if I want to have sex with women anymore because I can't bring them here. If I bring a woman here and she smells some of these smells. She's going to smell Taylor Swift and never leave. 
Well, I bring that's what I'm saying. Some girls come over here because they have some sort of maybe a cat fetish or they have like a humiliation fetish. But unless you have some sort of self hate, uh, you know, you come here and you smell the cat urine and it really turns a lot of women Alex, off. I met your girlfriend and she was gorgeous. She's so not much. my girlfriend anymore. Yeah, her and I are done. Speaking of, yeah, and she's she's okay. She, yes. That's yeah. See now, y'all hear this? He just brought me on here because he wants me to be my new boyfriend. Do you hear that? Yes, guys? I'm, I'm sure trying to get clear. some conspiracy uh, smoke shows, as they say. I'm trying to get freaky deaky he, online. This is how I, I do. I spent all day on Twitter talking about my. Uh, they had to rebuild my my deck, so I've been making all these Australian jokes on Twitter all day about how like you want to come over and sit on my deck. <laughs> Wait, sit on your deck? Yeah, come sit on my deck. <laughs> I want to do something on that deck. See, I don't like sexual innuendos because I take them too seriously because I have a lot of... I'm it's Nintendos. And my mind wasn't on the gutter. It was on the deck. <laughs> Missy, you're like all these women. You're using your sexual skills to manipulate men. That's what the problem with society is, too. We're all simps. I wish. No, 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 I know. But the thing is, women simp for each other and guys simp for women. It's weird. It's like a really weird thing, uh, in my opinion. I'm still not I'm still not sure what that word means. It means Sim? sucker that idolizes mediocre pussy. So like a guy that just kind of throws himself and kind of desperate. Write that down. So yeah, sucker that words. idolizes <laughs> mediocre pussy. But I'm not calling, you know, but that's when a guy like dedicates himself to just some girl that's probably good, but you you always you always pedestalize the people that are in your life because they let you be in your life. Very few people do, you know. So you're like Oh, they're special. They're important. But really, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people out there that you can find, I believe, for you. Um, well, I think I think it's just hard when you become an adult because, you know, remember you're a little kid and you go to the playground and you go on the slide and some kid was like being obnoxious and you're like, fuck you. And like you pushed him or put sand in his face. Right. Or like knocked him over. I did and that they were all like, the time. They were like, why would you do that? And the next thing you know, they're like spending out of your house, your best friends forever. And you've known that guy since like, you know, third grade. Like, there are plenty of people like that in this world. But when you become an adult, I guess we just become, like, super desensitized to reality. And, and, and we become, like, less able to make new friends because we're more jaded. So it's really hard to make new friends when you're an adult. And even when you do, like, it still feels weird and it doesn't feel natural because, like, you're used to, like, that, you know, that judgment system that you've been placed in. I mean, I'm 39 years old. And uh, it's extremely hard for me to, to make new friends. And when I do... I, uh, I hold them very close to my heart, but I mean, I'd do anything for any of my friends. I mean, by the way, one of them, Kyle from uh, the Big Dumb Podcast, I'm going to say hello to you tonight. Wow. So if you guys are out there doing super chats, you doing super chats right now? I mean, I'm always doing something, but people don't need to donate. Listen, what you need to do, guys, you need to save because shit is about to get fucked up, I feel like. I feel like. Dude, yeah. I'm very concerned. Yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm like, concerned. I like, I I've really, got MRAs. I, Shay Shay TK and... and John, a bunch of people give me donations, guys. I just want to say I really appreciate it, but. We gotta be extra diligent now. I feel like times are gonna be very scary right now. I don't I hate to be such. I a, think. Uh, I think it's gonna get weird after Christmas. You think so? Why do you think that'll be when it gets yeah. weird? Um. Well, I'm looking at what the cryptocurrency is doing. What's the cryptocurrency doing? What does that mean? What does that? Well, doing? I mean, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's at an all has been at an all time high on and off. I mean, depending on how much you obsess, like I do. Uh, I mean, you've got all these new things, like you've got the metaverse thing, which is creepy as hell. Uh, by the way, the cryptocurrency. That's good though, because listen, so the metaverse. Of, listen, the metaverse it's mana. is well, it's like mana from God. Yeah, like the like the life force, but that's good because like the desert, like the desert stuff they were eating, like when Moses was wandering the desert for forty years. Yeah, but that's that's good in a way because let me tell you something. All these people are going to vanilla sky themselves, and then traffic's going to be way better because they're going to say, "Hey, I want to live in the fake metaverse." 
And uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite conspiracy theory movie, Alex? If you had one to pick, I mean, now like, I mean, one. now uh, I like this connection is that the Terminator movies. I guess the woman that wrote the Terminator movies mm-hmm. also wrote the uh, the the Matrix movies. I gotta, I had to pull this clip, but she talks about I didn't how, know that. Yes, and and they talk about how that the Terminator is the same thing because it's robots sent from the future to kill John Connor, and that John Connor. That's a prequel to The Matrix. John Connor becomes Neo and defeats the robots. And because in The Matrix is about Neo going unplugging from the Matrix and fighting robots in, you know, the 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 on Earth, but you know, like underground. And so that means that's the story is that was John Connor from Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes Neo, becomes the character, Keanu Reeves character. I wish we had robots that would come back in time to kill uh, the current governor of California. No, we don't want to kill anybody. We don't want to do anything like that. We don't want to do anything. Maybe movie. not kill him, but, you know, ruin his nice dinner. Public humiliation. I don't know. Is he the worst guy, Gavin Newsom? I mean, he's terrible, but he's just a puppet. Like all these- Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Exactly. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's the worst, but any politician sucks. I mean, listen, I voted. I'm not saying like that we shouldn't try to like uh, look into our elected leaders and like make changes and this and that. But like this guy's a puppet put up by the political action committees, like, you know, George Soros and all this money. I mean, you almost can't, it's almost like too big to fail. It's like, it'd be like me opening up a car dealership and trying to beat CarMax in business. I never could, you know. Or car source, one, two, or three. Starting in a Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Right now. Oh, and speaking of the Kyle Rittenhouse, this is another thing, and this is an unpopular opinion. Kyle Rittenhouse, totally innocent, this and that, but I'm not talking about the unpopular opinion. But Kyle Rittenhouse wanted trouble going there with his gun. And I mean, that's the one thing that, that's kind of- I agree with you. That's one thing that's kind of, listen, we're getting so divided over this thing, and I'm on Kyle's side. I think he's self-defense, but at the same time, he went there with a gun. He's got a young mom. His mom should have never let him go there with a gun, a 17-year-old. There's a lot of weird stuff. I'm not saying I'm not on Kyle's side, too, but we take this thing where it's black or white. Kyle was weird. He ended up killing a pedophile and a guy that was just arrested for sexual assault. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's a sad that we lost those two terrible people. But Kyle... Not just a pedophile. That is for 15 years. Oh, he's terrible. That's, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm not... We shouldn't even cry over his loss. I'm just saying... We're, the, the we're Kyle killing Rick, our heroes. Yeah, I, I, but I'm just... We are, we are ruining their lives. I'm just saying a normal person, you and me, or I don't know you, Missy, you might be wild. It would take a lot of gall and, and tenacity to be able to actually, I can't hunt. I'm a vegetarian. I can't even shoot an animal hardly. I mean, like if I had to eat, I guess I'm in mean, hunting in the woods. There's circumstances here. I'm not like, you know, some moral person where I would never hunt or eat meat because I eat meat my majority of my life. But I'm saying killing a human would be very difficult, immensely harder, I believe, than killing an animal, way harder. And to want to do that as a 17-year-old, you know, or even have the plan, like you got a gun and that's a possibility that you'd go in there and put yourself in there, that's kind of weird. It's a little, I would have never imagined doing that as a 17-year-old. I mean, I was still playing video games and sneaking out of my house at 17, hiding bottles of alcohol in my alley, much less carrying an assault rifle and going state lines to a, a protest. Did you ever... Did you ever have like a, a big high school party at your house? Oh, you a were, bunch. Like, 17, 18? A bunch yeah. of parties. Anytime my dad like was out of town. Like, like something they should have made a movie about it. Oh, yeah. Like, Cigarettes everywhere. Yeah. Shit's yeah. broken. Cars scratch. The cops come. I have one. Oh. Yo, tell I me about one. it. What happened? One. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, hat, shout out to Brandon Claude. Okay. Uh, Brandon Claude. Brandon Claude. Brandon Claude. 
uh, threw a bottle of liquor in the street. And the only reason I got caught, like there was no proof. Like, my parents came back to me out of town. My brother was like at his girlfriend's house. He's be watching me. Didn't do a great job, apparently. And uh, my parents went to town and they came back. And the only reason I got caught was because Brandon Claude threw a bottle of liquor and smashed it in like the little storm drain in front of my house. It's the only reason I got caught. Yeah, but your so parents. Thanks, Claude. That, I know he left that evidence. That your parents had it. That's the problem. It's like it would be so easy if my dad wanted to have busted me a lot of those parties stuff. He could have. It's a, the parents looked the other way, but I'm saying they wanted to bust you. They know they're out of town and you didn't throw. It's like I threw a lot of parties. I threw like a lot, not a lot, but my dad would have to go out of town. He uh, uh, he dated a girl. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So like when he would go out of town, I would have people over and uh, and we'd, we'd usually clean up. But our house is, I grew up with a single dad, so our house is kind of messy anyway. That's why my, my house is like a party house kind of, you know. It's my I'm dad's a single like mom, a, so. Exactly. That's a position. So, dad's got to be a badass. You should thank him, like, right now. Like, someone, everyone just sent his dad a card. Nope, nobody sent my dad a card. So. Do not, if my dad's watching this, you do not deserve a card. I'm the best son of all sons. I'm the number one son. No, I'm kidding. Do you guys, That's like, do you guys, like, have matching suits? Because that'd be adorable. No, no, I mean, I guess we probably do have suits, but not, like, the same one. But, listen, my dad's out of time. should do that. I know we should. We should. Okay, but listen, we, we met at the tinfoil hat thing, uh, and tell me about your experience. So what, what, I forget what you talked about. I, I had some recording of it on my cell phone, but I, 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 it's so Dude, I don't remember. You don't like, even I, remember? I was so, like, look, I, I've done. Had you been drinking? You, you like to drink a little bit, don't you, Missy? Dude, dude. I'm not going to lie. I was. Don't lie. I wasn't drunk, but yeah. I was like. Yeah, I wouldn't. You weren't like shit faced. Because I, I remember talking to you, I was completely I, sober. But but I'm just saying, I know you had a drink girl. or two. It was because I was so damn nervous. Because like even though I've done like lots of comedy and like been up on stage a lot of times, and like I, I'm I've done a lot of stuff with a lot of different people, and like that wasn't what I was scared of. What made me really nervous was like our people. Have you seen our people? <laughs> what do you mean, like the people that are in the conspiracy world? Dude. It's terrible. But it's not the people who are the salt like, of the earth. But that's every person. That's every person. But this is the problem. It's like when we're truthers. They, they were like, they were in it. And I was like, I hope I'm in it as much as you guys are. No, like, there's I, no I mean, club like job. that. I, ha- I, do, but... I hate that you don't like that. But there is a vibe at like these truther things. The few things I've been to. A lot of heavy cigarette smoking, which is fine. I'm saying it's, it's like guys, a lot of guys, men, men, man dominated. Uh, uh, it's very male dominated. Male dominated. A lot of people smoking cigarettes. So that's kind of intimidating. You see people like ripping cigarettes. You know, it's not that, sometimes not that approachable. But the people that are in the truth community are the nicest, best people. But it, you're right. It, they come, kind of come across as a hardcore, like kind of edgy crowd. But that's not the case, you know, because because everybody doesn't look cookie cutter. Everybody's wearing like fake NASA shirts. The girl I was dating, Hannah, she's like, wait, is this Dude, like airports a- are impossible to get through? Because I'm like, I can't talk to you. I mean, I want to talk to you, dear person, random person wearing a NASA shirt. Hey, where did you get that from? B, why are you wearing Target, it? Why is that Walmart. happening in airports? Does that have something to do with the violence on airplanes? Like, I've got all these questions, but like, I, I cannot. Airports are impossible to get through and keep my mouth shut. Impossible. Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh, airports are a good representation of the real world. Like in an airport, and that's like the future. You know, airport, you drink it like Word nine. About us. Well, you drink at nine in the morning, you know, like you, you let a TSA guy fondle your balls and breasts just to get on a plane. And like, you know, like that, like it's just a mass chaos. You know, everybody's sleeping on the floor. People are like fighting over chargers. People are getting duct taped to, you know, planes. That's the real, that's the real concrete jungle that they talk about is the airport and flying nowadays. And that's sad. What, because, do you, 
do you think there's some sort of like have you noticed there's been a phenomenon going on in regards to airplanes? Like, do you remember Southwest used to be like the fun airline? They would like tell a joke before they like. They still do. The They're still fun. I think I haven't flown. Do I don't know. I mean, I think they still try to be the fun airline. They used to be. I always used to consider like Delta, them. Delta. So. I don't hardly fly. I mean, I've flown like three times in the past four years. I mean, the past two years. If I don't know, four years, two. You know what the, I mean? Since the pandemic, I've flown three the, flights. Southwest used to be the fun airline, Maybe and now five. it's like. All their flight attendants keep getting their ass beat by random people. Well, and that's because there. I feel, but Missy, that's because they- that's my whole point. There's no fun airline anymore because it's so. That's everybody's so up in arms with each other. Well, there has to be some sort of connection between all these different events, right? In the wait, wait. So, what are the connections? Like, why is it all this airline flight attendant slash you know, uh, you know, passenger? Why is all this violence on the up and up? And like, why is that a thing? And when did that start happening? Well, it started after COVID, you know that. But do you really think that like, there must be some correlation between the masks wearing and the uh, the strictness of the airlines and like people just flipping out? I've never seen, to the point where like they went in front of Congress, I believe, didn't they? Where they were like, hey, we've got a problem and we don't know how to solve it because airlines are flipping out. People are flipping out on planes all the time. It's like a thing. Like just yesterday- They had to stop serving alcohol. On coaches, on just any, on Southwest, just on Southwest. Do the other just airlines still have? Does Delta? But did the other airlines in the main cabin? They don't think they serve alcohol anymore, do they? Uh, they do in first class, but I don't fly anything but business and first class because. Wow, I, I didn't learned, know. Well, I didn't know I had frantic Missy Elliott on the show, uh, Miss Rich Woman. Like, dude, dude. Well, I just I think of I get dressed for a plane. Like people used to do that. I don't know why that became so different. You have that. What is that, that? Hound's tooth? It looks like it's very demure. Your chair. Yeah, whatever. that's my. It's my. Uh, it's my. When I get cold in a few minutes. Like. Okay, so you dress good, nice you know? and you sit in first class and you get free alcohol. But I'm telling you, for us peons, I sit in the back of the plane next to the bathroom, the cheapest seat. And it, it smells. Smells, smells like the blue, like the blue solution that you urinate in. That's what it smells like. And I sit right next to it because my seat's extra cheap. And I sit there and I just. I just pray that the, the plane doesn't crash, even though I'm not really afraid of that. Uh, but that's that's why I fly like really well now. I mean, like I might die first, but at least I don't have to like I don't know watch people triage you. I don't know. I'm not afraid to die any longer. But listen to this. This is what I will tell you. This I will tell you this Neither. much. Um, on the plane, the the conspiracy I thought you were trying to bring up is if you look at the wings. Supposedly the wings hold a swimming pool worth of fuel, which is laughable. <sighs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And so these planes, they work off what is called a ramjet engine. This is military technology that your plane does need a it's little. a ramjet. These people are disgusting in the military. I swear to God. Like these, but these. And no, and ramjet. what they do is they need it to get into the, they need some oil and stuff to drive it, park it and stuff. But once it get in the air, it runs, the plane can actually run off compressed air. It can actually use itself momentum to create energy, which would make sense because if you're going that fast and that high, well, I don't know why that, that can. You ever flown a plane? I mean, I've been in small planes. I've never actually flown. You, you ever know. flown one? No, I have not. You ever like got the controls? I've done a flight simulator. Yes, I have an idea of what it'd be like to be in a plane. What is your point? <laughs> like the Sky King. Like uh, what was his name? The guy that, that sold the Sea Jack plane. I've, I've, done, I've played a couple of video games. Uh, no, like here's the deal. Like the way that's that how they landed in the movie. You know the movie Snakes on a Plane, starring Samuel L. Jackson. That's a documentary, and in that plane, the African American man Leroy. It kind of is a documentary. <laughs> he he lands the plane because he did flight simulator on his PSP. So 
You laugh at me now, oh, but if we get, if the if pilots have a heart attack and I have a little flight simulator experience, I'm gonna land this plane better than Muhammad Atta and the 9/11 crew that fly, you know, fake flew into a building. I'm gonna land the bitch perfect. Who trained in Hollywood, Florida, right? I had strippers. Like, had a stripper so girlfriend. Interested. Yeah, yeah. Like they were so interested in like you know committing a you know a. a uh, you know, a genocide of the American people, right? But at the same time, they're like, hey, we just kind of ran out of coke, brah. They were such patsies. They did not think that they were, they probably thought they yeah. were going to do like an awesome mission and become heroes. I don't, I don't know. And you can brainwash somebody too into thinking they're on the right side. Like those guys probably thought like they could have been the United States military or whatever is talking to the CIA. Be like, this is good for America. Like what you're doing is good. So that's why they're partying. Like, they could have felt There's like they holes in that story. I know it's all fake. I'm just saying it would be what I'm trying to say. It'd be easy to turn somebody into a patsy. Like it'd be if the CIA came to me and said, "Oh, you're the good guy. Do all this stuff." You're like, "Okay," and I can legally do cocaine in front of you. I can break all these laws. It sounds like you're talking about Edward Snowden right now. Well, I mean, it would just think it would make you think that you do have some sort of carte blanche, like you're like have power. You know, I don't know. I, I'm just saying it'd be very easy to manipulate. I think getting patsies for these, you know, false flag attacks. I don't think it's even hard anymore because like what we see all the time is like in the media, how they betray people and they're like, we don't want to give them a platform, but at the same time, like, yeah, he definitely like killed a bunch of people and we can't even know. We don't even know his name. Like, uh, by the way, did you know that today that Alex Jones? Yeah, we can't uh, even talk about that. We can't talk about that on YouTube because he'll get a strike. Whoops. I meant Alex Stein. No, we can (laughs) talk. No, but we can't talk about his case, particularly the case. And you can't talk. You can't even mention that on YouTube. The two words. Well, anybody who knows anything knows what happened. He got found liable in his court case, you know, for the victims of uh, the events that happened a long time, not a long time ago, in 2012. And you not uh, the state of uh, Connecticut. Okay, that's what we'll say. And so, but they they got to go to court and find out how much the damages are. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, listen, Alex Jones is a beast. I don't know. I still they can't. They can't, they can't hurt him because, like, if they tried to, they would have already because he's done a lot of stuff that's really hurt their uh, lizard people, you know, agenda. So. Well, I was just thinking about I mean, lizard people. It's funny you say that because I have this like ingrown hair and it's like still stuck in my thing. And so I try to scrape it with this like, this like supposedly dermatology tool. I kind of cut myself and scratch myself. And I was just. Uh, no, what you need to do is you need to actually go see a dermatologist and they'll give you some stuff to put on it that will like kill the bacteria and all. So Because it keeps on, pus keeps on coming out of it. I've had it for nearly a month yeah. now. That's that's actually normal when it comes to facial follicle tissues. So it's yeah. terrible. So, I they'll got, give you some anti. They'll give you some stuff that'll kill the bacteria, and then it'll go away for good. You won't have any more problems. I can it. I can see the hair too. I just can't. It's like half grown in my skin, half out. It's really. It's I've never had a. You can't even see it the way it's. And I'm trying to work on myself. I do need to go to the dermatologist. But I was thinking Nancy Pelosi probably. Oh, it's not we all working on ourselves. Well, I'm saying Nancy Pelosi probably doesn't ever have to go to the dermatologist because she's a lizard or Barack Obama. Probably. And she's always drunk on a plane. Like, she's probably drunk right now on a plane somewhere. Exactly. I call her Nancy Pier Pier Pant Soup Pelosi or Nancy Pier Pantyhose Pelosi because, like, you know, she's got to be like pissed drunk like all the time. You think so? You think she's drinking when she's at the Capitol? Dude, she's fucked. Dude, are you kidding me? It's either that. I mean, I started a campaign on Twitter a couple of years ago and it got released at Tess Hall. I'm probably on a list because of it. But uh, I started a thing where I got everybody to send her denture cream to her office. What? And did people do that? Wow. Oh, yeah. That's denture cream is expensive. I think it's like, that's like $11.99 at CVS for denture cream. It's expensive cream. 
1199 trying to do the Jamaican. It's a good cream, the denture cream. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'll put it on cat on Sky Bear's paws when they're dried out. They're really so give me really sticky. that's no. a really good tip, actually. No, I don't don't do that. I made that up. I'm I'm really I'm, I'm not gonna do that because okay. you're not a doctor. Wait, Missy, you're not Bill Gates. Missy, tell me where you are again though. You don't have to tell me your address, but you can tell me your address, zip code, and social security number and last four of your uh, credit card sure, and expiration. Sure, yes, yes. And I trust you. You sound like you're English, American, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Why? You're in Charleston? That's my favorite show. Wait, you're in Charleston? Wonder Maze. Do you watch the show on Bravo? What's it called? I love Southern Charm. Southern Charm? Well, actually, I went to school with... Uh, Thomas Ravnell? I went to school with the Realty Ravenel, which is his cousin, Tariq Ravenel. Wait. He stole the nickname Thomas Ravenel. T-Rav? Like, that yeah. was... He was no, no one called him that. I used to get a party with him in high school. And his and, cousin like, no was called, called T-Rav? Yeah, because his cousin was from Egypt. His name is he was adopted. His name is Tariq Ravenel. Shout out to Tariq. Tariq. Wait, wait. So he has an adopted cousin. So the Ravenel family is like the most powerful family in in, in South Carolina. No, they're not. No, they're not. They used to be there. The Ravenel Bridge. They were one of the most powerful family in Charleston. If they got the Ravenel Bridge, because they have they've got big dick money. Like, that's why. Well, like, they got a bridge. I don't have that. You don't have the frantic Missy Bridge. I don't have the Alex Stein Express yet. I will have not it soon. Not yet. Not yet. Keep well, Botham Jean got Botham Jean got a street in Dallas. They had to murder him for, but they might murder me and I'll get a street like Martin Luther King. Okay, wait. So we'll no go one's going to murder bridge. you. Like, not on my watch. You should come visit anytime you want. I would take you on a historical tour. I actually have, like, I technically have, like, a license to do, like, uh, historical tours. But the only reason I even got it was just because I was, like, bored. And I was like, eh, I mean, I could pass this. So I just took it on a whim, being like, I bet I could pass this test. And then I did. That's and I was cool. Like, well, I got this. Yes, I can take you on like a walking tour. I also did like three and a half years, almost four years of paranormal research. So I can like take you on a ghost tour and like show you. I love that. I love that. voices and stuff. I love I love that paranormal stuff, but explain to me the, the history of Charleston. I'm going to sneak into like four graveyards. So. Well, I got to go. All my buddies have been to Charleston. People went to college there. It's like supposedly the coolest city. But tell me a little bit about the history of Charleston. Why is it so cool? Because I know it's like, you know, it's small, it's on the water. But like, what is, what what makes Charleston different than any other city in the United States, in your opinion? opinion well, back in like the, uh, during the colonial times, like if you know any of the history of New York, which was New Amsterdam. I know a lot they, about it. Prohibition, no. alcohol everywhere the only places for like a long time that you could actually drink were in charleston and new orleans oh during prohibition yeah because they had so many like yeah, no, 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 no 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 back in the colonial days they had a oh, the colonial days yeah so the governor of new york yeah the governor of new york or whatever was like we've got a problem with these miscreants and idiots and alcoholics and so what they did was they made it where you couldn't drink so Boston, New that York, was smart. All the major cities. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not trying to cut you off. I want you to go on because you had this. I'm so interested. That now Charleston that makes, was like one of the few places you can still drink. Well, I'm saying so human beings. I was just thinking about this today. That's why I want to make this point because then I'll forget about it. I was just thinking about today. We're all, everybody's drunk. Like I stopped drinking. I'm, that doesn't, I smoke weed. I'm not in a hierarchy. I'm just saying. But I'm the, right now. Exactly. I'm not anti-alcohol. People can drink, but the majority of people drink. They want us drunk, Missy. They, there's a reason why you can get alcohol at any gas station. There's a reason why it costs $3 for a 40 ounce with 8% alcohol and a bottle of they vodka. They the drinking age. In well, South Carolina, they, they just put up something in front of the, the state Senate and the state house or whatever. Uh, or sorry, the state, it went to the state Senate. It got passed on. About lowering the drinking age to 18, which I don't really have a problem with. I don't care I mean, either. Europe is like, you're five, have a drink. But yeah. like in America, like it's very foreign to us. If you can go to the military, if you can go to the military at 18, you should be able to legally drink. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So. 
Fuck but, yeah. but that's another thing is I don't think alcohol, and I'm saying you're in Charleston. That's the biggest alcohol culture. We're about to hear about it. But, and I'm not saying don't drink because I don't want to be a teetotaler. Like I said, I get high so that I'm still under their spell because they get you high and they want us drunk and high basically so that we're easily manipulated and we're docile. 18. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Put that is, on your list. Hey, CIA, put that on your fucking list. Oh, well, I'm just <laughs> saying the freaking... You know, they want us on the alcohol. They want us on weed. They want us, like, just dumbed down as much as possible. But because life is so tough, it's almost impossible not to medicate the pain a little bit. Because we have all these crazy, you know, uh, interpersonal things we got going on, things going on in life, it's hard not to be able to use, like, something that makes us feel better, even if it's only for a little bit. I, I 180% believe, and we'll back this up to the day that I die. This is how I feel, and I will not change the way that I feel about this. So this is what I think. I think that if you are having a hard time in your life and you want to get shit faced for like two years because you're like someone died or because like you're struggling with, you know, uh, you know there's all kinds of stuff like divorce. There's really good reasons, a lot of really good reasons that you are allowed to get drunk as much as you want. But most people, they do that and then they go, you know what? I think. I'm tired of drinking. I think I need to do something else. I think it's time to grow up a little bit. Um, I'm ready to get back to my normal life. And uh, and most people do that. And some people join a 12-step program, which, sorry to all my friends out there that are in 12-step programs, but this is how I feel and I'm not going to change it. I believe in this. I believe that the 12-step program is just you getting addicted to that instead of being addicted to something else. That makes sense. A lot of people do. They just throw themselves into rehab. Because, like, listen, I have no desire. They, they drink coffee and they smoke cigarettes like crazy. Well, I have they no desire to drink. I'm saying I'm not. It's like I don't even want it because it makes me feel so bad. I think I'm allergic to it. But I just know a lot of people that are in recovery and like, oh, I got these cravings. I have these cravings. I'm like, oh, you're never going to make it unless you really, truly don't want it. You're never going to. You're always going to go back to it. But listen, people can. I think people just get over it eventually. Like anything else. For me, I just, a buddy of mine, I was just uh, talking about it, Clark Gable. He died from taking Vicodin that had fentanyl in it. And so after that, I like stopped. Did you say Clark Gable? His son, his grandson, is it was the host of a TV show here in Dallas really? called Cheaters. Yeah, you know a, him. He's a very good friend of mine, one of my best friends. Okay, too. I'll tell you what. I'll introduce you to two, Tom, no one called him that. Tariq. Thomas. Well, I'll introduce you to both of them. I bet I could. I bet I just, I well, I saw Tariq like, the real T-Rab. I saw him like maybe a year and a half ago. So Tariq still hangs points. around in downtown Charleston and gets drunk and parties yeah. like T-Rab? Yeah. They both do the yeah. same well, thing? Well, I went to an event where it was for the Florence Crittington Foundation that helps some with mothers. And he was like the secretary for the event. So, yeah. There's always events. As, South Carolina, I mean, I mean, Charleston, South Carolina yeah. is the most events. There's every day there's some sort of yeah. But it, Yeah. It, it, we, do it, a lot of, we do a lot of stuff. I gotta keep cutting you off. Tell Oyster me the Rose history of down, but tell me the history of, of Charleston and New Orleans, and why is, is downtown Charleston different than everywhere else? Well, well, Charleston, we we developed um, a society here, and which you find this in the, the New England culture a lot, where you have like these like we came over on the boat, you know, families. Well, Charleston has their own. Uh, one of the coolest things about Charleston is the fact that like the first uh, railroad line in the United States was from Charleston, South Carolina, up to. Brevard, North Carolina, and it was because they would use that railroad. It was called the best, the best friend. You can actually go see that in the museum if you come visit. I'll show it to you. But you can actually go see like the train that went from Charleston to Brevard. And if you go to Brevard, North Carolina, it's all like Charleston names. See, it's Chalmers, uh, Manigo. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's all Charleston, like old Charleston names. But those are French names, like, like New Orleans. Manigo. Well, we had, we had a huge French Huguenot. Uh, yeah. we're gonna, like we had a lot of Methodists. 
and a lot of French Huguenots. And as anybody in the South knows, when it comes to religion, that Methodists, they uh, they don't they don't mind a little alcohol. <laughs> They're alcoholics, is what we're saying. But the first the first the first train you could ever take was in America was from Charleston to Brevard, and they said it was because they thought that the pine trees the first would, train track uh, was in South away the miasma that they believed these diseases were spreading bad air. But it turns out like. Well, uh, it was mosquitoes, but either way, like the pine trees didn't cure the air. Uh, you just left the summer south, and that's why you didn't get yellow fever, bitches. Yeah, well, that's what Mark Twain and them. They'd go get clean air. I mean, I do wait. So you don't. So clean air is not a thing. I believe in clean air because the clean the air is cleaner in Colorado than it is in Texas. Well, we weren't we weren't industrialized. Like you got to remember the Civil War, like kind of crippled us. We were occupied for almost 17 years, I think it was. was By union years. forces? So was that mean? Yeah. It, so does that yeah. mean there's like... So we're like, so we're like ladies like would go shopping and like put like uh, itching powder and stuff that they got out of control, which they would do all the time. Like they would just start harassing like regular people because they like heard a rumor that something might be happening. And because it was under martial law, like these uh these old ladies would put like itching powder and stuff in their, their, their shopping baskets. So they go like buy like their stuff they wanted, right? And they would be like, ooh, I wouldn't go on that side of the basket, sir. And they would do it anyways and like end up with like boils on their hands from like all these crazy like uh, so sabotage. War, you're like, talking about these are like basic spies yeah. to get back at the occupation. But by like very nice ladies. Yeah, but I'm saying these are these are women that maybe lost their husband or something and they were mad. And so they, they lost everything. And I so mean, they, like half the city wasn't livable in, like most of it got bombed out. Like it was really bad. Like one of the reasons that Charleston is one of the largest historical districts in, in America, it's not like Williamsburg where it's all like replicas. In Charleston, it's because like we could not rebuild. There was no money to rebuild. Anybody who, who lived in a plantation sold their plantation and moved into uh, their family's house. And the house that they had, if it was below or above a certain address, like they would just turn it into tenement homes because they could not like i mean the citadel which is like a major college you've probably heard of before. everybody's heard of the, the citadel, citadel well it used to be and college of charleston Square, and it was used to protect yeah college charleston is one of the first in the united states yeah but the citadel like it was used to like protect the townspeople because it was so out of control because uh post war post the civil war you had an entire generation of people that were formerly slaves no one taught them how to survive with freedom which i think from seeing young me park in her discussion about what it feels like to be free, um, being able to make all those decisions and not having any background in it. I mean, it's not like there's, I mean, they all depended on daddy government and daddy government, as we both know, fails people. And so there's an entire generation the of people that had no way of, so, I mean, you're, I mean, you're talking about the 1800s, 1870s, 1880s, 1890s. And it was under occupation for 17 years under martial law. So, 15, 15 technically, but from what I hear, it's really about the 17. Because yeah, it probably take a year to set up and a year to dismantle it or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. uh, I mean, we saw what happened in Afghanistan. You can't just pull out. Yeah. Alex, take that to heart. And then, no, I know. I, well, I'm, I'm pretty good at pulling out, but uh, uh, I said, Where do you buy from, your suits anyway? Well, the thrift store, Thrift Giant. I'm actually made a vlog where I just got this jacket. It's Ralph Lauren. Oh, look, I saw the tag. I saw the tag. Look, I put it in the video. Okay, look, 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 look. It's six ninety nine. I don't know if you can see that, guys. It's six ninety nine. Y'all see this? I got this. Pull it up. Uh, pull up just a little bit. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Here, this is a tag. Are you? This is a tag. Oh, because it's yellow. You can't see it. But six ninety nine is what that tag says. It says six ninety nine, and this is a Ralph Lauren jacket. Ralph Lauren, love it. Not Ralphie Ralph. It's Ralph Lauren. Primetime ninety nine knows how to pick them. I pick in the winter. See now. No, I thought no your pants. girlfriend dressed you. I didn't know that you dressed yourself, so I'm, I'm super impressed. 
I'm going to yeah. get your address and I'm going to send you some really cool stuff. I'm going to send you some Charleston bow ties. Oh, well, shit. I mean, bow ties are so gay, though. Okay, but... Uh, but no. I know guys who, like, hand make some, and they're fantastic. Well, I guess everybody has them in Charleston. They're, like, part of the culture. You have to have, like, a you yeah. have have, uh, bow tie. But Charleston culture... don't wear socks. Yeah, I don't wear socks either. I actually like that vibe. But Charleston does have kind of, like, a... You know, like, the guy drinking the mint julep is kind of gay. You know what I mean? It's cool. Like, I like this house. I like the Southern Roman Charm. Women just drink whiskey. Or what I'm saying is I love the Southern Charm vibe and stuff, but it is a little effeminate for whatever reason because it's a women-dominated kind of deal. Maybe that's because all those are no. left over. It's I, not? It's a male-dominated? I think it's because, like, because the TV show and, like, they have to appeal to women because women are the ones that watch that garbage because the rest of us are busy, like, living our real lives, I guess. I don't know. I just love. I, I gotta go to. I gotta go to South Carolina. I really want to go to Savannah, Georgia, too. Please. Ah. Oh well. I have my girlfriend Vanessa. Wait. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm allowed. Whatever. Her name's Vanessa. I won't tell you what shows she's involved with okay. now. But she does a podcast as well. And her and her husband live in, in Savannah. And she works for a Marriott there, so you can like go stay for like. Wow. She's at the Marriott. Yeah. Okay, but tell me this though, Missy. In South Carolina. You know, you do these ghost tours or, or whatever. So why why is there like a no no? I could have. I decided. Didn't. Well, I'm saying, but why is there I mean, I, why is there I'm paranormal be, though? I'm saying, what makes it par like New Orleans? I guess you know, really paranormal. Why is Charleston considered uh, because it's old? You said the first uh, railroad track. Tell me some of the history of why it would be well, haunted. The reason why it's, when you when you think about paranormal activity, you think about the South. The number one like destination for that's going to be Savannah, right? And yeah. they want to tell you all these Savannah is the like, inside. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, that's so famous for all the paranormal, sorry. Well, it's because you can't, you can't just like go into people's homes here. It's a very private society. Um, you, can't just, you can't just like be like, hey, uh, like, people here just, that's not what they value at all. In Savannah, it's like become like a cult thing. But then again, Savannah got burnt, so there wasn't a lot left. So a lot of that stuff isn't original. So if it is original, they value it a whole lot more than they do here. Yeah, well, I'll but I, I can take you to cemeteries, which ooh, there's this one, uh, the Circular Church Cemetery, and it has like those really cool, like old, like um, uh, skull and crossbones, like on the the Christian grave. And a lot of these graves have floated up, like during Hurricane Hugo, a whole bunch of graves like had to get like re people had to get reburied, or they weren't even like notified as who they were because like they their bodies floated up during the storm surge, and no one knows where to put them afterward. Well, that's what they yeah. do, the above-ground graves. Do they have those, too, in South Carolina and Charleston? Well, we're below sea level, so. So you do, yeah. So you do have them. Yes, you have to have them. A little bit. I mean, like, we, every time we have a big storm, we try to put things back where they were found, but a lot of things don't end up back where they were found. And there's no funding to get a forensic anthropologist in to find out exactly which historical character this belonged to. So there's a very good chance that a lot of these people that are very famous, that I mean, Thomas Ravenel, the original, uh, uh, John C. Calhoun, people like that, there's a very good chance that their bodies aren't even in their graves. Like what did the, what, did, what did the main Ravenel do? What was he, some Civil War guy? No, he was, he was associated with strip malls. The family's associated with strip malls. That's what I'm telling you. It was like, like they have this like fake history of their family, but it's all bullshit. And like anyone who's from Charleston is like, mm, you're, you're, you know, it, it, how do I put this? Um, what is one step above white trash? Really? That's me. Well, I'm, I'm white trash. Wait, no, okay. So the Ravenels are all funny. But no, what about Patricia? We can she, spot them. 
What about Patricia? What you call it? Uh, uh, she's annoying. The main woman on that show. She's not. She's not from here. Like she's from somewhere else. Like she's not. No is her, can you just go by her house? So is downtown Charleston? Isn't it really small? Yeah, I could. I can show you where it's at. But I think that they. I don't think that's even her house because, like, uh, last I checked, like that was a, a rental property for production. That's probably what it was. That probably so, might have been. But but tell me this though, how does it work in, uh, with like the tours of Charleston? So it's like New Orleans. Is there like a Bourbon Street of Charleston that's like just the biggest party? We're King town? Street. And that's and the party hilarious. animal. Yeah, I mean, like, if you want to get in a fist fight or, I don't know, give a whole bunch of money up to poor people that are bums that are sitting on the side of the street making more money than you do probably a year. And that's called what street? And King Street? King Street. Yeah, we have Upper King. Uh, it used to be Lower King, then it moved to Upper King because Lower King became all like antique stores. And, like, it's just, it, it's a very, you you would love it. I would you, love it. I want to go film. I want to go hang out on King Street, but it's hardcore. It's Come over. visit. I'll show you everything. Wow. Okay, so Missy, and I have a lot of connections, so I know I believe it. Hey, Missy, so okay, let's recap what we talked about. We talked about Travis Scott. We talked about the history. We barely got into Travis Scott and his his weird, crazy background. Well, I think everybody knows that was that was satanic, pages. ritualistic abuse. You know, um, <laughs> well, this is my this is one thing I want to make my my point. That I want to hear what yours is. Is he went to this is the official story is that he went to Dave and Buster's with Drake for the after party. And didn't find out till two hours after the Dave and Buster's party. You know, I mean, there's two hours after his show at the Dave and Buster's after the Dave and Buster's party was over that people died at his, at his show. That is provably false. So now we know he's lying. So now we know he doesn't have any sort of, you know, moral hangups. He's so ingenuine. He's happy that this makes him more edgy and he will always be noticed as a Travis Scott murder show. And uh, his Nike shoes that were supposed to be released today are now getting postponed. Nobody even knew about those shoes. Them getting postponed makes them even more desirable. So it's like, it just makes me sick out. They're stupid plans. It's so easy to manipulate how stupid people are. and how He's on drugs. He doesn't know what time it is. Yeah. But he's got Heavy. great marketing people. He has Heavy. Travis you, you know, you know this? If you like, um, if you look into his background, like he talks about how he, you know, you know, he's like, he's, he's raised like super rich, right? I mean, his mother, his mama worked for Apple. But when you look at like his background and all, and like where he came from, I mean, like the only reason he even became famous in the first place, and the only way he was able to do all this stuff is because he paid for clicks. He paid for hits. He paid for the attention that he got. You and then said on top that. of that, what, how did he get famous for that? What he had a MySpace thing, and that's what he got. He went viral. He had a MySpace, and he and he paid for someone to build up his internet footprint. Well, I was just influencer. saying, I was just saying, this is how easy it is to become an influencer. Subway sandwiches turned Jared Fogle into a cultural icon before they let him pedophile molest a bunch of kids. So what I'm saying is, that's how easy it just takes a Subway sandwich company with a big enough marketing campaign to make you famous. So if you don't think they can easily make Travis Scott famous, you know, by saying he has talent, they can make Jared Fogle famous. They can literally make anybody famous. There's there's so much about his background. Like this is not the first time he's gotten in trouble for this stuff. I mean, uh, he had an album called Astro World. You know that, right? Of course. That's the name of his tour. Yeah. You know, he's from Houston, right? Yeah, of course. But what about Houston? So so for him to commit this ritualistic, uh, you know, ceremony. At his it, house. It's more powerful when you do it where you're from. Because where you're born is very important to these people. That's why they ask you this question for banking and everything else. 
And it's a home of NASA. Like maybe he's trying to show that like Astro World. Like I don't, you know, I don't think it has to do with NASA. I think it has to do maybe. with the Astro, with the Astro, uh, with the Astro uh, universe, with the with the multiverse that we exist. Do you know that? Okay, I'll put it this way, and I'll try to keep it quick, guys, because I know we're on a limited time here. But outside that, nothing else better to do. And you're running a Google suit. I'll pay you for your time right now if that's what it takes. Because this is a really great. No, we're point. almost done. But yeah, <laughs> no, go ahead. No, please make the it. Multi- when you look at the multi universe, right? When you think about um, the way that things are organized, right? You've got up to 11 proven dimensions according to physics, correct? Okay, the, hold on, I'll go slow. So we exist in the third dimension. But this is, I've heard of the levels. Okay, but so, so there's 11 supposedly dimensions and we are yes. on the third from the bottom or third from the we top? We live in the third. Well- From the bottom or from the- Because I think, it's, I think it's backwards, but most scientists will tell you it goes, one, two, three, four, five. One okay. is like flat Earth, where it's completely flat. Yeah. Right. That's two, it. One, two, three. Because I thought maybe it goes one, two, three. Okay. Well, I mean, here's how I can explain it. If we exist in the third dimension, okay, that is okay. We are 3D. We have a height, a, a width, and a length, right? We are three dimensional, right? To it, give you an example of someone who's two dimensional, you ever seen someone yell at the TV at a sports game and they're like, Tom Brady, fuck you. And they're like, you ever seen Tom Brady go back and like look at the look at the crowd and go, "You're overweight. You're in your late forties. Uh, you've got a beer gut. Uh, you want to try and do better?" Yeah. You'll never see that. Break the fourth because, wall. Look, because it's the fourth wall. Interesting, you said that. Because when you look down, right, the things that you can look down, you can see the things that are below you, and you can let them see you, but they cannot see up. Okay. Tom Brady's never going to turn to the camera and be like, hey, fatty, nah, yeah. you suck, right? But because we're third dimensional, right? That also means there's a fourth dimension that's time. There's a fifth dimension, which is time and place, which is okay. where you find like movies, like uh, uh, it's where you'd find like, you know, Marty McFly. He's time and place. Yeah. He, he would not be able to just travel back in time because he traveled back in time to the exact point he was in, which in the movie he did, but that's actually incorrect. It should have been time and place. Okay. All right. Then there's sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. So if all these things can look down, right? Like we can at the TV. You're never alone, ever. I know that makes. And I think people that do things like ayahuasca, people that are constantly drugged up, people that have schizophrenia from drug-induced schizophrenia, to be specific. Let's be very clear. There's some people that get it naturally, but there's a lot of people that's drug-induced. Uh, it's drug-induced schizophrenia, okay? They do see things that we don't see. And so people like Travis Scott, when they're doing these ceremonial things, right, when he's, like, making noises at the crowd, being like, mm-hmm, but, like, bad, right? Worse than I just did it. Well, they were, they playing, were, they were playing the music. He was freaking. probably talking to something that wasn't there. Well, look, and they're playing the music at unsettling frequencies the whole concert. They said, like, even though that stage wasn't being used. The, hurts, it, the hurts. Yeah. yeah, they had a certain megahertz that were, like, really unsettling. I mean, you know, are these guys speaking to uh, people, uh, spirits on the other side? I don't know. I mean, I can imagine it because, listen, there's a lot of, sp- there's a spiritual nature to our existence. Like, I believe our spirit goes somewhere, you know, and where that is, I have no idea. And, you know, I would definitely interested in finding out more about where I go, but I, I don't like the people that tell you that they know for sure. That, that seems really ingenuine to me I, as well. I think ghosts are alive, Alex. I think that 
that we're not seeing someone who is dead, when you consider like a traditional ghost, like something that doesn't change its outfit, something that doesn't change its place, something that doesn't change its time. Like it doesn't, I mean, excuse me, time-based like outfit, like, right? They're wearing the same outfit they would have worn then. The same people that get, that if they have an interaction with a human, which by the way, we've known that ghosts have existed since Socrates. Socrates is one of the first reported like ghost encounters that you can, you can find when it comes to historical context, right? Wow. They never change their outfit. They never change their, their, the place they're in, right? Bill Burr made a joke about it where he's like, if I was a ghost, like, wouldn't I go to the CIA building? Like, I would go inside the, the, the huddle at the NFL. Like, why would I want to sit here and, like, wait for someone to, like, pay attention to me once every six months? That makes no sense, right? But what does make sense is, like, if you think about it, like, the trauma that they go through, the murder or the loss of their baby or their kidnapping or whatever, like, whatever it is, right? It creates a sort of, like, trauma bond to that location and it creates a time like blip the trauma like bleeds the third and fourth dimension if you think about it that way and it goes to really alive and they're not dead and the things that you are considering to be ghosts that you know are really just feeding off of families and using their dark you know whatever it is to pretend they're a child named alice that lives in the property these real ghosts, the ones that you only see in like shortcuts of like time, which is very hard to videotape because it's hard to videotape, you know, dimensions being blood. Yeah. Right. I don't think ghosts are dead. I think they're alive. I don't think that your grandma is going to like leave heaven to come back and be like, Hey, by the way, I missed you. Yeah. But the thing is a ghost, this is, this is the thing is I, I believe it too, but they say you can be stuck here. Like a ghost might be a person. Someone's that's stuck here. Trying to Those fix. Those people. But I'm saying they say they could be are not, tr- trying not to fix people. something Those before they else. go. But I'm saying like you wouldn't want to be a ghost. You'd want to go to the next plane. You wouldn't want to die and be stuck here. You'd want to go on. But but what is stuck here? That's an excellent question. If you look at it religiously based, right? Yeah. There are dark things that. I mean, how many people do you know have a story where they're like, I saw something at the corner of my eye. This whole or earth like, is so I walked dark. Walked in a room and the it world. felt darker than it should have been. Like, there's something else that's here. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Peter Vinkman had his research pulled in Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters yeah, which makes best. a whole lot more sense. Peter Vinkman, I love but Ghostbusters. Is, who is studying this paranormal stuff? Who is studying these, these, these entities? No one. The government has studied it behind closed doors. There's, there's, and this is true because we are vibrational beings. Because they want to time travel if they haven't already figured it out, Mandela effect. There you go. Well, listen to this. So it's like we are energetic beings. So when they keep us in a low vibrational energetic state, like this low energy, low vibrational state, because we vibrate at either high, high, yeah, either high or low levels. They like that. Like maybe we vibrate closer to the dead ones. I don't know what it is, why they want us to be in that low vibrational state. If you see a ghost, if it's a dead person, you'll know it's a dead person because they don't change their clothes. You ever seen a ghost wearing a MAGA hat? Is that yes? So yes, ghosts do wear MAGA hats. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know if I've seen a ghost. I mean, the cats scare away the ghosts. That's they get. That's why the cats are for. No, the cat. The cats are to keep away the women. Let's be honest, Alex. Well, they they say <laughs> cats are interdimensional beings that they can go into in different. I I wouldn't be surprised. According to maybe Constantine, I don't disagree. Uh, the reason that people think the cats are evil is because they can't really look you in the eye because their eyes, the way that their irises are set up, it takes up the whole eye. That's why, like, if you see your dog, a dog can like follow your movements. A cat cannot follow your movements because a cat doesn't have any white to their iris. 
Yeah, and, way just, yeah. and Sky Bear will look at me and then look away. Yeah, they don't really like to look at you, but even though they still look at me because they love me so much. These cats love me so of much. Of course they love you. You feed them. No, I know, but they love me even more than that because I'm primetime toxoplasmosis stein. And I'm the king of all cats and the king of all yeah, conspiracy. You, you're the rat king. I well, well, no rats around here because the cats kill the rats. The cats kill the rats. So I'm primetime 99, yeah. the king of all conspiracy, king of all cats, and the king of all litter box poops. I mean, all right. You ever had a ghost story ever? Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I tried to think of one one time because somebody's like submit a ghost story to this thing, and I was like, man, do I have one? Can I even like think of one? Because I'm like, I consider myself a creative person. Like, I think if I had some story of a ghost, I one time, I mean, I had sleep paralysis where I thought I was like, you know, I had, all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, that's I one of the reason I got into this field because you had sleep paralysis where I was awake and yeah, I couldn't I move. The hell it was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. and it felt like a ghost or something. That's the only description I would say. It, paranormal. It felt like there's something in the room, and it wasn't just. Wasn't just yeah, me. I thought something was controlling me that I couldn't control it, yeah. and I ended up looking. Was, they say it was sleep paralysis, but it still was weird. Do you I, ever have it as an adult? I haven't had it in a while. Knock on wood, but it was it was very scary when I had it. It was scary, like a scary ghost. I thought it was like paralyzed. I was really bad. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So. That's my only uh, encounter with, uh, you know, the, the other side so far. But I think I'm going to have more. But, you know, I, I've had people like Clark. Come and, visit me in Charleston. I will take you. I know. So I know I'm going to come there. It. And then we're I'm going to end up getting ghost. drunk. I'm going to end up getting drunk on whiskey in Charleston. So you get drunk like I know. everybody else. I'm, I'm we'll King just Street. To, we'll just have to give you, like, a couple extra days. To recover. So that you... Yeah, plus like day drinking is like totally a thing here. So like it doesn't matter. It's the king of day drinking. They they drink they drink twenty four seven. Yeah, pretty the much. The mint julep or whatever. That's all drinking. Come on, that's freaking. That's nothing. Uh, I'll take you to go. I will take you some very interesting places. Some very interesting things, and I will if you come visit. I will take you to where you can go into a cemetery. I'll ask like at night if I ask, they'll let me do it. But like there's a cemetery you can go into at night, and like we will catch on video disembodied voices and the wow. reason ghost hunters do it late at night is because you want to make sure that there's no other outside interference especially when you're in a public place like a cemetery and so and you, you want to come do that you know between three or four three and four a.m is our is our thinnest between the realm of our realm and the spirit realm that time is like the most occultic time between three a.m and four or maybe it's just that? the quietest time where it's easiest to catch crazy shit well, time to catch some crazy shit. All right, guys. Hey, listen. Thank you so much, Frantic Missy, for coming on. I put the, the link to your Twitter in the description. Everybody go give uh, uh, Missy a, a tweet. Tell her you loved her on the show. Give her a follow. And, uh, Missy, what do you got to promote? What do you want to leave the people with? Dude, I'm the most boring. I, I read for fun. Like, I, I don't do any of this, like, for my own self. I do this because I think there's things that people should know. And that the fear should be taken out of conspiracy. Like, people shouldn't be afraid to talk about things that are important and having the truth is the most powerful weapon you have against fear. So, you know, they say that the opposite of war isn't peace, it's creation. So. Oh, that's good. I'm going to use that. The opposite of war isn't peace, it's creation. That is because war creation. is, it's the destruction. That actually makes, that's beautiful. Well, the, it goes back to angelic, like, fruit. It is kind of biblical, angelic. If and you I, guys want me to come back, y'all let Alex know. Oh yeah, definitely tweet. I'll have about that. Angelic I'll have you back creation. on for sure. I'll have you back on. I'm just, we're just, I'm, we're doing hey, an hour long show. We're at hour six. I like to do quick shows so people actually watch them. You know, people want the long shows. I do a show called The Baby Truth or Show that's long. Uh, but I like to be succinct, you know? I like when to, your cat pees on your lap. 
gotta go when the cat pps that means you got to go it makes you feel any better i have in the washing machine right now like all of my dog stuff like my dog like my my you know on and off again boyfriend gave him a puppuccino yeah and, and that causes he's not allowed issues. to have and it well dude he shit all over his brand new bed like Wait, I bought him basically, a new one. we gotta go back rewind you're on again off again boyfriend that's charleston everybody has an on again off again boyfriend in charleston that on it's the show off, but... I, well okay let's say off. cheers i think we're done I hate that, but listen, why is it? I feel like the dating scene is there's a lot of like adults dating in Charleston, or is that just a TV show? There's a lot of like 24 year olds dating in Charleston. I'm 39, like I'm a mom, like I'm responsible. I've got like a house and a car, and like there's not other beautiful, nice young people like you. You're young. What do you mean? You're acting like your grandma. I mean, we're we're basically the same age. Don't make us don't make us seem old. I'm not far away from 40. Thank God we don't look it. I know. I just did right. it. The app. I just did it. I posted. I never post those, but I saw this thing. Was it guesses your age? And it guessed that I was twenty one. So I had to post it. It was like one of those stupid TikTok things. I want to take that for fun. Yeah, you would look very young on it. Uh, but I feel like you're gonna meet. A, you can meet. A, you know, as a beautiful lady, you can meet a guy in two seconds. But it's hard to meet somebody you really have a connection with to get along with. So it's a lot. It's a lot more complicated than just finding someone. You know. I have a whole stand up bit about how like guys that are like 23 to 25, like try to pick me up because they think that I'm like 25, 26, 27 years old. Uh, I don't wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. Like this is like, like a little bit of eyeliner. That's about you're all you good. get. You look like, yeah. I don't, I don't really try. Uh, but like guys that are like 23 to 28, like, they try to pick me up in bars and all. And like, I used to think that by saying like, well, you know, I'm 39, I'm a single mom. They would just go away. No, they go, let me get this straight. Your roommate actually goes to class. Yeah, Let me get this straight. that's you funny. Your dryer? That's you a good snacks? joke. You have snacks? You got Capri Sun? Oh my god, I'm coming over and I'm never going to leave. So now I just tell them I voted for Trump. I was like, swipe right, I voted for Trump. And they don't like that. All the young guys don't like that. They're what pussies. Our generation is. Fun. I didn't. I didn't vote for Trump the second time around. But, but, but no, I don't care about that. Away. Yeah, but I don't care about that. But I'm saying the kids, like you're telling me young kids, if they see a girl said MAGA, they would be like, ugh, they wouldn't go out. I, I, I would like it if a girl said MAGA. Well, it's usually the idiots with the man buns, like that wish they were Kurt Cobain, like you just discovered Kurt They wish they like, could blow their brains out. It's those, yeah, it's, 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 the, it's those guys. It's those guys. Like they, they're the ones that find me. And so like I just started saying like, you don't have to go on like, you know, what is it? Is it Tumblr? No, it's a uh, Tinder. 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 Nothing, ten- nothing Tinder about a Tinder. Yeah, you don't have to go on Tinder. You- I'll tell you right now. Swipe a right. Go to Trump. Wow. You just go away. And sometimes the bartender overserves me if I leave. I like that the 25-year-old guys are happy that your roommate, your your kid goes to school. He goes to class? He goes to class. I'm like, and- you have to or else I go to jail. And that's and then and then you have snacks. You say, hey, listen, when I was twenty five, I was broke. I needed snacks. I would steal yeah. uh, snacks from the craft service. Can you imagine table. if you had like a you had like a hot older girlfriend that didn't look your age? I mean, sorry, that did look your age. That didn't look her age, right? But she owned a house, and owned a car, didn't have any debt, doesn't have credit cards, doesn't have student loans, isn't in class, does whatever she wants. Is her own. You're gonna boss, be swimming and- in college, dudes or young men, very soon, Missy. I'm nervous for your ex. He's gonna get his heart broken when he sees you pull up on Instagram with some young stud uh, at, at the he's, polo he's lounge or wherever you guys hang right, out. So, I, dude, I want nothing but the best, especially the people that I've put in my past. People oh. that are in my wake, I wish them the best. Look in the rear view and say bye-bye. All right. Hey, y'all, we love Frantic Missy. Y'all say bye-bye to Frantic Missy. I love you guys so Yo, much. 
Give Alex some love. Oh, it's hey. It's really hard. And he needs more money for his suits. Ah, so. uh, you know what I need is I just need your support, but I always need money. But guys, go. I need you to go follow Frantic Missy and say something nice to her so she knows that she contributed to the show and that she Tell made a difference. Tell me to bring me back. I'll bring you back. <laughs> We're coming back for sure. All right. I love talking to you. This is really fun. Well, you're the best, Missy. All right. Peace and good night. See you guys. Peace. Damn, look at the time. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Damn, Ellenstein. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Damn, look at the time. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Damn, Ellenstein. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Damn, look at the time. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Damn, Ellenstein. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. He a conspiracy asshole. This nigga asshole. Conspiracy castle, conspiracy castle. Shout out my nigga, he big on conspiracy. RP Kelly, we feeling your spirit. I had to put this shit up on the internet, cause I know they want to take it so serious. I told a hater he don't want to listen, he better go take up his ears. Michelle Obama is a boy, we don't Jamaica no tears. Obama a gay. Jiggas, I'm joking on me, don't never be serious. Alistair 99 at my nigga for real. Yeah, I fuck with my peers. Had to make me a channel to talk about the real, cause I know they gon' hear. Alistair 99 at my nigga for real. Nah, I know they gon' hear. Damn, look at the time. That my nigga, my nigga, my nigga.